0: Beer It Is is a CSPN Media podcast production. Please visit our website at cspn.us for more episodes of Beer It Is and for ways to keep our podcast free for you.
1: All right, boys and girls, once again, we are back here at Beer It Is. Also, shout out to Classic for letting everybody know about Wink and how to get down with Wink. And, man, go support those guys. You know, I know I'm a beer guy, but the wine folks, man, you know, get you some vino, get some grapes. You know, savor it. Try it out. And they got some really cool stuff for really reasonable prices, and they'll ship it right to your house so you ain't got to go anywhere. So support those folks at Wink. Anyway, we're back here Beard is in Columbia, South Carolina because that's what happens when we support the podcast. It allows me to go fun places like this, and I am here at Twisted Spur. Really badass brew pub, man. It's, I'm in here, I'm looking at it, and it's so cool, like It's like an elongated design, right? So it's not really wide, just long, and you can kind of you can see the whole brewing facility behind like the bar here. Mm -hmm. And so Rebecca, who I'm here with, Rebecca Baller, she's gonna tell us a little bit about that brew system.
2: Um, Well, we've got a full custom setup in there. Um, there's a central control panel in the middle that runs off a computer system. Basically, the guys go in there, punch in a couple of their numbers, and then starts working through the beer. There's still a good bit of manual labor. Of course. Um, so, we'll come in, and, and one day, it'll just smell like somebody's making making beer. Mm-hmm. And that's the coolest thing to walk in and work and smell, is somebody making beer. Because there's barley
1: ducks. and malt and, and wheat, air. yeah. And
2: that's when they're dumping the tanks right here. So... Um, but we've got a whole bunch of fermenters. I think we've got about eight on site. Nice. Um, we've got,
1: is it a five barrel timber 10 barrel brew house? You know,
2: I, d- I don't remember.
1: I, from looking at it, it looks to be like a five barrel brew, which is pretty solid for a brew pub. But you, you guys also have two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve 12 taps,
2: right? Uh, we've got 15. Total. 15 taps. Oh, yeah, excuse me. I missed got, a couple well, of we've got 12 that were built for us. And then we actually custom built a three separate three right here.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. So tell me, so those are all your beers on tap.
2: Yep, everything is wow. made here.
1: So you have 15 beers on tap, and do you have an idea of how many you guys make a year or around? I
2: mean, we blow through some of these variables like crazy. Um, if we're doing like an infusion or something, we'll typically make. 10 kegs of it nice. and almost each one would be a different variable um so we'll go through those sometimes uh, like we've got an irish porter on right now mm-hmm. second run with that one the first keg lasted one day
1: wow yeah so we
2: go through a good bit of it um our staple beers like our hefeweizen great white buffalo twisted ipa um deadhead red the ones that are on all the time we go through the kegs so the those
1: kegs. are your, so, so you have four core beers or four staples or w- w- what's your
2: we've got A couple. Um, The Hef, the Red, and the Twisted IPA were three of the original four that we produced. Um, When we first opened, we didn't have intentions of keeping any beer on the same all the time. We just wanted to kind of rotate through. Yeah. Um, But that didn't happen because people enjoyed those so much. Well, you got
1: to have to keep the lights. I call it keep the lights on beer.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Um,
1: I think every brewery has to have a Sam Adams Lager or a Sweetwater 420 or whatever. I think everybody has to have one. So yeah. it seems like you guys have found yours, right?
2: Yeah, pretty much. We uh, have started doing distribution with the red, the Hef, and then we've also got one out called Sexy Mexi. Oh, hey now. Sexy Mexi is one of our newer brews. Um, it's been out for maybe a couple of months tops, uh, but it took off. I mean, it's so. It's what is made, it? It's a it's a lager. It's a light lager. I figured
1: it's a lager yeah. or like a coffee stout. What are the other? Yeah, it's yeah. a
2: light lager. It's made with actual corn, um, and there's nice. also salt. A lot of salt in the recipe. So when you drink it, squeeze a little lime in there. It's it's going to be a Mexican lager. Nice. It? So it's
1: going to give you that Corona, that um, Dos Equis kind of feel. Yeah,
2: it's going to be, you can actually, yeah, you get the corn out of it. So it's pretty cool, pretty cool interesting. Yeah, we like to switch it up a little bit. Use something different.
1: Nice. That is a whole other play on craft, And it seems kind of interesting. It seems like craft is getting back into lagers where they were frowned upon for a while, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a little bit. Um, and other things that's starting to pop up again are sours.
1: So are you guys into the sour game?
2: Yeah, we're doing sours. We've got um, a couple of infusions on right now. Um, we've got a cherry amaretto and almond sour that sells really well. It's a very interesting.
1: interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: It's a Flanders red ale, so from the Flanders right. region. So it's going to be super super sour, um, but it's also got almost a cherry coke type flavor to me.
1: And so, by, and so, cool. so you guys have the food. Mm-hmm. What's going on with the menu? How does the menu kind of play with the beer?
2: Um, we like to keep the menu changing, so we'll change it with the seasonal changes. Um, we've got a lot of good recommendations on our beer list. We'll try to recommend, hey, these are good pairings. Also, all of our serve staff and, and bar staff are pretty well versed on what kind of beers you're looking for, what pairs well. Uh, if you don't know what you're looking for, they say, hey, what kind of beers do you like? And help sort you through by what you order for food or, you know, whatever. We try to keep everybody
1: so, so I, I guess the Sexy Mexi, something like that comes in when somebody says, oh, yeah, you know, I, I like Heineken, or I like...
2: Sexy Mexi usually is one of those, if somebody requests a light beer, we'll either do that one, or Southern Belle Blonde, which is another of our staple beers. They're just going to be your lighter beer. That
1: is a classic name for a blonde, right? Southern, Southern Bell. Bell. I like it. I like it. I like it. That yeah. is fun. And tell us just a little bit more just about this place, how it got started, and how everything kind of came together.
2: In a whirlwind um, it was it was a long drawn out and yet seemed so crazy process all at the same time um, it was a vision that chris had uh, head brewer is also the owner um, so everything basically came out of his head how he wanted this to work is how we set it up um, like i was saying bringing the west coast here we picked this space because we liked how rustic it is the atmosphere that it provides naturally just by you know the old exposed brick the safe um, it just gave us the vibe we were wanting. We wanted it to be a chill atmosphere where you can get good food, drink good beer. And we started building it from there. Obviously, that custom uh, brewing system had to go in first. <laughs> right. Well,
1: and it's so interesting to see, like, behind that. Particularly when you go to a brew pub, you don't necessarily see it. Or if you do, it's kind of in a weird funky location but it, this is very functional yeah. i really like the way this looks
2: yeah we want it to be kind of the focal point you know start a conversation about it or anything like that if you come in earlier during the day you might lunch, see some people
1: brewing yeah. yeah you
2: actually get to watch them doing the brews. um you'll actually see them wheeling the grain out back and get to be a part of the experience you'll smell it it's it's pretty cool
1: so what do you guys do with your spent grain
2: we actually have a local farmer that picks it up and feeds his pigs with it so uh, nice. yeah yeah
1: so It if, doesn't go
2: to waste. So, I think at it's so, so
1: at some point, you guys got to do like a bacon or a pork belly. Like, We've got the,
2: pork belly on the menu.
1: So But you got to like do it with the local pigs, though, right? Like Kind of like make it go all <laughs> the way. I know.
2: I'll have to talk to them. <laughs> make it go all
1: the way full circle, see if we can do like a like some pork chops. I don't know. Maybe something, yeah, right?
2: Yeah, well, you know, probably not. So laws being what they are, we have to get our food from very designated locations. Right. But, you know. It sounded good. <laughs> well, it sounds great. It sounds great. But I don't think it's in the cards just
1: yet. (laughs) Alright, but then, speaking of laws, something recently just changed here in South Carolina. Tell us about that and how that kind of helps you guys in particular. Uh,
2: We're super excited about it. So, we were just recently uh, able to start doing distribution. The laws in South Carolina said that since we had a liquor license and we sold liquor, then we couldn't distribute our beer outside of the premises um, for for money, for retail. We could take it and donate it. We could take it to festivals and do that, but we couldn't actually sell it. Um, So, now we're able to Take our product to other restaurants, other bars, places that, uh, like, you'll have local tap houses that are around here, and they yeah. pick up stuff like that. We're finally able to participate in that. We're, we're thrilled. I mean, there's four places that I know of already, just in the last so, three or four weeks. So you started. mean,
1: like, you can take something you make and go sell it?
2: Yeah, it's cool. Wow.
1: <laughs> Who knew, like...
2: Yeah, the most mind blowing part so far has been going to another restaurant and seeing one of our beers on tap and being able to drink one of our beers somewhere else. Do
1: you remember the first time where you were? I
2: actually, um, yes, I actually haven't been to too many of these places. Um, I know the first time anyone found one, it was one of our other front of house managers. Her name's Whitney, um, and she had gone to a place near her house over here, and she was just like, "Oh my god!" Texted me, calling me, "This, where our beer is here, like it's here, it's here." And I was like, "No, no shit." Um, got another one from the brewer. He's sending me pictures. He's at a different place in Lexington, totally wow. different direction, taking a picture with you know. He's like, "This is my beer," and I'm like, "Yes, this is great." So I-
1: I've I- heard, I've heard it compared to like that first time an artist hears their song on the radio.
2: Yeah, it's. Pretty- Exciting. Yeah, because it's I like mean, really, really, really cool. Um, we didn't honestly think that would ever happen either, so that's the best part. Wow! Is this was just completely out of the blue
1: and and, and I think it has also has to like, add a little bit to it when it's like I know in Atlanta, for instance, there's places like the Brick Store and the Porter, whereas like if you know beer, these are like two of the top beer bars in the country. Yeah, for sure. When you get on there. You know you're doing something right. Right,
2: yeah, that would be awesome. We'll, right. We'll we'll uh we'll just aim aim high, shall we? <laughs> right. But, there, but like
1: but but have you been on one of those places here in the uh, area yet? Since
2: we're so new, we've only actually started at a couple of different places. Right. Uh, I think the last time I, I looked, there was four places that I could find locally that picked it up. But for us to only have been doing it for about three or four weeks, that's nice. really yeah, that's really not bad. Uh, we've already had to do two complete rotations of keg-offs. so nice. yeah, cleared out the beer cooler twice. I mean
1: So is there a place you wanna get to that would be like like, ooh, man, um, our beer is on tap there. That's pretty.
2: I mean, pretty much any of these tap houses that are so good. I mean, Flying Saucer down here is known to have, you know, like 200 beers on tap. That would be a cool place. There's um, Random Tap and a couple of different places that are, are specifically known wow. for picking up, you know, local beers. So yeah. Some of our other brewery buddies out here, they'll, they'll be on those places. Like, anywhere that's like that is where we want to be.
1: And that's got to be, like I said, this is one of those things that I've literally been at certain beer bars like around the country and even around the world and you'll see a brewer seeing his beer there he's like wow yeah, made it it's
2: like euphoric <laughs> yeah because it's
1: like because it's a place where you as a beer drinker yeah. would go and drink and like okay I know yeah, when I go to it. this place they got some good stuff yeah, and so to get there is pretty cool.
2: That is pretty. Yep, that's kind of where we're at. Obviously, I didn't make the beer, but I'm so What's excited of it? because, yeah. Yeah, because it's just—it's one of those things. You're proud. You're proud when you get to be a part of something that you are actually enjoy. You know, you're actually you stand behind it. You believe in what you're doing. You're putting out good stuff. It's exciting.
1: Well, I'll tell you another place where we stand behind what we do here on Beer It Is. My name is Tobias Wulborn. We're here at. Twisted Spur in Columbia, South Carolina with Rebecca Baldwin. So when we come back, we're going to do our tasting segment. Also, we're going to combine that into our six-pack of questions. Favorite fun. We're still looking for a sponsor for six-pack, so if you know somebody out there and you're a listener, holla at your boy, but we'll be back. Stick and stay. Here it is.
0: Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From Rosés to Cabernets to Torontés, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Beer It Is Podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash W-I-N-C. Wink winds through CSPN. Do it today.
1: Girls, once again, my name is Bryce Wilborn, and my marquee is Beer It Is. And we are back live here at Twisted Spur in South Carolina. I mean, we are like a stone's throw from the Williams Bryce Stadium here in the South Carolina campus. So they're right in the heart of USC, right in the heart of this state capital, just this bustling, growing metropolis here in South Carolina. And But they don't tell the people at Clemson that, you know, they'd be kind of hating. Uh,
2: yeah. They be
1: kind of hating, but you know it's okay. all good. They
2: ain't come to.
1: They ain't come kick it, you yep. know. Just don't be, you know, winning too many games, but you know,
2: I mean, <laughs> you know it, it's
1: okay, it's uh, okay.
2: Yeah, we had we had a ton of boats this past weekend. Oh,
1: I'm sure. Yeah. That's right, yeah, because uh, the game was here, yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We won't get into the score, but uh, the, but it was yeah. here, but you know, <laughs> but everybody was in good spirits and had a yes, good time.
2: Before the game. Before the game. Before the game, everybody was super excited.
1: Wait, you guys are still going to a bowl, so it's it's alright, yeah. it's alright, Yeah, and, oh, you know, you got, you got, got to get a good coach in, so you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. Th- things are on their way. That's right. He probably pounds back a couple. You, you probably should get him in here sometime. I've heard he knocks back a couple. Probably. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
2: I'll send him my way.
1: Yeah, man. We should make that happen.
2: We'll hook him up.
1: There you go. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it, right? That's right. So, real quick before we get into the tasting segment and the six-pack, um, this city, so I know River Rats, Conquest. Mm-hmm. Who are you drinking around town other than you?
2: You know, um... Since I work a lot, I really don't go out that much, right. so it's pretty much just our beer for right now, but, I mean, I've had a little bit of everybody's. Uh, you got you to gotta try everybody. Of course, yeah. Everybody else that's kind of doing what you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. you want to support all of them. Um, help them, you want their support, stuff like that, so uh, I'll drink just about any of them. Um, I remember when we first came down here, I want to say the first place I went brewery-wise was Conquest. So they had a, a cool little uh, tasting room, little tap area nice. kind of place. And um, it was just a cool little spot. So I haven't actually been to River Rat but I've definitely had their beer.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah. So does everybody pretty much play nice here?
2: Yeah, yeah. We've uh, we've actually had a call on the guys at River Rat once to uh, help us out with Washington Pegs for us because we had an wow. issue with ours, and they were super awesome about it. Um, even, you know, pick, came and picked one up and uh, traded us out, like washed wow. it for us. Yeah, they were awesome. I mean, you know, you get stuck in a situation you can't you can't do anything about and especially in this industry you know it's nice to have people say hey yeah I'll scratch your back so. yeah
1: I, I don't think Sam Walton was going to call the good folks at Kmart and he'd be like hey man so you know we have, we have this issue over here and uh, yeah. you know Kmart can you help me out or I don't think William Macy was calling the folks <laughs> at um whatever competing store would have been Nordstrom or whatever yeah. say hey Hey, guys, uh, we don't have enough Ralph Lauren over here. Can you can you send us a Ralph Lauren? But, like, you can literally call a brewery that you technically are a competitor with yeah. and say, hey, man, uh
2: we need these hops we, we to make stuck, this beer yeah. that may
1: kick your ass but you know we kind of need these hops okay yeah. we'll give them to you
2: yeah luckily we haven't had to do a whole lot of that you know bartering kind of thing but uh every time that we've been in a situation we've just really needed some help everybody's been really great um and that goes for the restaurants around us too so we've got nice. a nice little community of help right here
1: shout out to everybody playing nice and being good to each other that's right all right so let's get into these tasters here um right. I, get, I typically don't start from big to, I guess, small or whatever we go yeah. here. But we're going to start with this big boy Belgian quad. You said it had an interesting story. Tell me it about does, that.
2: It does. have a cool story. So this is our Chronicle 12. Um, this is going to be a series beer. They're all going to be Belgian quads. Um, the story behind this particular type of beer is that's what monks would drink when they were fasting for 40 days. So if you can imagine, the first set is going to be a really pretty high gravity. It's mm. going to be up in the you know, 12, 14. Um, this one, we named the 12 because it's... Right up there. Wow. Um, the next batch we're gonna do. What's like, is there
1: a B V limit in South Carolina, by the way?
2: Um, there is. It's uh, I want to say fourteen.
1: Okay, yeah, it's probably, um, okay. So, I mean,
2: it's pretty high, obviously, for, for but that's for craft beer, so we, we get a little more flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we did with this was we mm. we literally we pulled up the uh, water tables for the area in Belgium where nice. they were originally made, uh, and we were able to match the exact properties of their water because um, we've got this really cool water filtration system that uses reverse osmosis. Okay. So we can actually change the water makeup. RO so make is our dope. I mean
1: it, it it's not cheap either.
2: No, it isn't no it's not. But, but it, it's, it's better than bottled water, guaranteed that. Is. So well
1: cause what it what it okay, for for people who, who may not understand RO reverse osmosis, there's there's certainly two ways to filter water, either carbon. Or RO, some places do both. Mm -hmm. But with the RO reverse osmosis, it pretty much takes all the crap out. It really strips the water down to filter. Yeah, it strips it down to like pretty much a zero Mm -hmm. balance, and then from there you can put back whatever minerals or salts and other things. And it's really cool, like they have water tables, as you said earlier, that can allow you to know exactly what the water is like in Belgium, Brussels, Mm -hmm. or. You know, India, if you want an IPA or whatever. Yep. that and,
2: and during a time period, a specific mm-hmm. time period, because um, the the you know the recipe for these is hundreds of years old. Right. So um, that the that's one of is my water the matters. Starts. Yeah, the water matters in beer. It definitely does. So that I just think that's the craziest, coolest thing that we've probably done so far, in my opinion, um, just to make it as traditional as physically possible.
1: Shout out to you guys for stepping the water game up because I mean, you know, or for a place of just. Size that level of water treatment is a testament. So, man, yeah. good on you guys. Yeah. I've been to some places and it's like they don't treat the water, and then they wonder why their beers aren't consistent.
2: Right? Yeah you have to you have to start with the very 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 basic elements. Otherwise, it's just not going to come out right. You got it. So, yeah, sure, I, I, I really like the filtration system we've got in there. Um, this. The, the Belgian quad, although we can't make it truly traditional because we are not a bunch of monks right. uh, in Belgium, but it's, I still think it came out extremely well. We're uh,
1: so you got to get the fire truck haircut. And- <laughs> oh, no,
2: that's probably not my style. <laughs> but you know, maybe I can talk somebody into doing it. But. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a four-beer series just like they would originally reuse mm. um, to make a, you know, each version would get lower in ABV and lower in IBU. Mm. Um, we're going to do that similarly, but obviously we're not going to reuse the same grain because we don't want to do that. We just want to match it each, every time. Nice. Specifically to that one. I like it. Um, that'll also leave us with the lightest beer coming out right around the springtime.
1: Nice. Yeah.
2: So we're trying to time that out pretty well, and uh, get get the heavier ones out in the winter, the colder months, and then as we move along, weather gets warmer, beer gets lighter.
1: Nice. And speaking of getting lighter, we got the IPA next.
2: Yes, the filtered white IPA. Um, looking at that beer alone, it's just a beer, it's just a pretty beer. It is. Um, the crystal clear, totally see through. It's got a nice yellow gold color to it. Mm. Um, the the best. Good part, nose
1: on that beer too. Yeah. Smells, yeah. yeah.
2: That's that was actually one of my favorites. Always has been. Mm-hmm. Um also not intended to be a permanent tap beer, but it became such a favorite. Yeah.
1: Well, it doesn't drink like a seven point one percent beer.
2: Yeah, and it doesn't hang out in your mouth for no. like some really heavy non filtered IPAs will do. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of people want that in an IPA. It doesn't go away completely. It just does it's not gonna be there yeah. for an hour.
1: I'm not a fan for that. That's just me.
2: Yeah, that me neither. So but that one's definitely But I get
1: good. it, everybody likes a hazy high. I like Something like it's a little cleaner, a little crisper.
2: Mm-hmm. Crisp, that's exactly the word we've used to, to describe that a hundred times. Mm-hmm. So, And then which one you got, the Irish Porter?
1: Yes, yes.
2: Okay, so the Irish Porter, we actually, um, it's one of the infusion or one of the variant beers that I was talking about. Um, we've got an American porter on that we just, you know, did a little CO2 with. Nothing shocking. Um, we did this. We added actual Irish cream into it and then put it on a nitro tank. So by adding the nitro plus the cream, it's going to be more like a stout than a porter.
1: Nice. It, it a, is, it's a thick mouthfeel there. It's yeah.
2: Get, yeah, we're going for the mouthfeel. We want the mm-hmm. cream to, to match the flavor. So that could almost be a dessert beer.
1: Hmm. Now, that one works.
2: Yeah, it also pairs really well with red meat, though. So if you're doing like a steak or burger, the sweetness doesn't kill it.
1: Hey, I saw your menu. It's a fascinating menu. You guys got steaks you guys have. Yeah. You guys got a lot of, like, you guys stepping it up the game for, like, a brew pub.
2: Yeah, we've got, um, you know, we'll do jambalaya. We've got a couple of different really good cuts of steak on. Um, we do specials every day, every night. So, you know, this weekend we've got a stuffed quail coming up.
1: Ooh. Get mm-hmm. fancy.
2: Yeah, we, we, we try. Actually. We, you know, we, we want to do, like, a mixture between what you would find as, like, a normal brew pub food. So we've got some of that on the menu. We've got garlic fries, stuff like that, chicken wings. Um, we also want to offer... A little a level up, if you will. You know, we do a lot of corporate events, things like that. We want to make sure everybody, everybody from all aspects of life, can find something they want here.
1: That's awesome. And I tell you, another place you can find what you want each and every week. Here it is, on the CSP Network. Again, my name is Bryce Wilborn. We are here at Twisted Spur in Columbia, South Carolina, with homie Rebecca Baldwin, aka Miss Get That Shit Right and Tight. <laughs> Keep them together. Miss yeah. runs the front of the house, not playing with these people. <laughs> How many people on staff are all together, including brewers and.
2: Oh, um, 25, 20. So nice. not not as many as you would think. Um, we used that's to have, enough though. we used to have a really large staff, but mm-hmm. that's uh, kind of dwindled back onto like just bare necessity. You know, we we don't want to keep eight servers on if they're just kind of standing around not un- yeah. doing anything. That they don't want to be here. We don't want them to be here.
1: So go home. So go
2: home. You know what yeah.
1: I mean. So yeah. So, what are your hours, and where can we find you on social media?
2: Um, you can find us Twisted Spur Brewing on Facebook. Um, we're at Spur Brewing on Instagram. We're also on Twitter. Um, we are also on Untapped, which I'm sure you're probably familiar oh, with. Oh, yeah. Uh, being a beer person, yeah, Untapped is um, is pretty cool. It's a really nice little community. I'm going to give you
1: all like point .5. so no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm don't joking. you
2: do it. Don't you I'm dare. Um, and then uh, website, we've got that. We're all over the place.
1: All over it. And then mm-hmm. what are your hours?
2: Monday, we're open seven days a week. Um, so Monday Grinding. Th- Grinding. Monday through Friday, we open at 11. Um, Saturday and Sunday, we serve brunch. So we're open at 10. Ooh, um, it's a brunch home. Yeah, we do brunch. It's awesome. And so uh, Friday, Saturday night, we're open until 2 a.m. Every other night till 11.
1: Nice, nice. So actually, I ended, we ended up running a little long on this one. But we're going to come back with the six-pack. It won't take long. <laughs> Guys, class is going to give you a real quick advertisement on our lovely friends at Amazon. He's going to tell you more about that. And when we come back, we're going to do our six pack with Rebecca Baldwin here at Twisted Spark. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown & Collars Podcast. Just reminding you that you are listening to a CSPN media presentation and to check out Crown & Collars every Wednesday so we can tell you what your aunt does when you're not around.
0: For you, the listeners of the Beardous Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. With your membership, you can choose from such awesome titles as... The Autobiography of Gucci Mane by Gucci Mane. Slobberknocker, My Life in Bro Wrestling by Jim Ross. The Miss Adventures of Awkward Black Girl by Issa Rae. And What Happened by Hillary Rodham Clinton. To download your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com forward slash beer it is. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash it is for your free audiobook.
1: All right, boys and girls, once again, Myers Wilborn is here at Twisted Spur in Columbia, South Carolina for beer it is, and we are back with Rebecca Baldwin, we're going to get into the six-pack of fun. Oh, you see her face. She's a little nervous, but I'll be gentle. I'll be nice. Uh,
2: I don't know if I trust you. Oh, come on now. I just, I,
1: have I not been good? No, We've been you, good. you've been great. You've been we, great. We've we, we got
2: the plane. Now, we're
1: just going in for the landing. All right. So, we're going to land this thing real nice and easy. All right. Question one: Favorite beer style.
2: Favorite beer style. Hmm. I'm gonna go with IPA. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm IPA. an IPA person.
1: All right. Where would be your favorite place to have that beer, other than here?
2: Ah, uh, boo. Um.
1: Anywhere in the world.
2: You know, I've always wanted to try Wicked Weed because I've never been and I've heard it's amazing. Oh,
1: so, you had some of their beer, right?
2: I have not. I've not had any of their beers. Really? Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. So I really want to go actually to Wicked Weed and wow. Pumpatorium and have an IPA over there. You have Okay.
1: We, I wish I'd have known that. Cause we'll, we'll some, yeah. yeah. Wicked Weed's pretty badass, yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they distro here, though, right?
2: Um. Yeah, they do. A little bit. You just
1: never really pick. Okay.
2: Well, you got to do the pick, the pick six, the, yeah. the six packs, you know, yeah. stuff
1: like that. So um. okay, we can wait. No, they, I will tell you, I've been, and it is an amazing place. Man, yeah, I'm holding really. out. I
2: want to actually be on site for that. Nah,
1: you, you got to go. You, you got to do the funatorium. Yeah. And one thing about like if you work in the industry, they'll really be nice to you. I'll just oh,
2: hook us up. Sweet. Yeah. I'll just. I'll,
1: I, I. I. We'll talk about that off here. Oh, okay. But yeah, but now trust me, you'll have a really. Good time. They're really good about awesome. taking care of people in the industry who care about this business. Yeah. All right. So now we're on question three. If you could have that beer at the fucking tour with any three other people in the world, dead or alive, who would they be?
2: Ooh, tough one. Tough one. Tough one. Um, I would probably take my mom because my mom's my bestie. No. Oh. I know. So sweet. Um, best friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Uh, i punished her long enough as a child. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's tough. There's always a classic like Jimi Hendrix or Janis Joplin. Ooh, okay. Because Janis is my fave. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Right. Other
1: than that, I don't know. You got mom, you got Janis. Who else? One more.
2: One more. Um,
1: dead or alive? Anybody?
2: See, that's what makes it so hard. You're killing me with that. If it were alive, then that'd be easy. Okay, well, yeah. right, well you
1: already said somebody dead, so uh, let's get somebody alive.
2: Somebody alive. Now I didn't shot my mouth off. Um, I
1: don't know, about, I guess I could be nice and say boyfriend. No. Well, so it's boyfriend, mom, and Janice Joplin.
2: Yeah, why not? All right. That sounds like a party. Yeah, why not? Oh, why not? Why not? All right, I'm with it. All right, (laughs) question four. All right.
1: Where do you see Twisted Spur in Two years.
2: In two years, I hope to see another one open up at some point.
1: Um, I don't know if
2: two years is going to do it for us, but hopefully we'll say five, mm-hmm. maybe ten. Um, I want to see the distribution blow up a lot so that there's a lot of places. I want people to recognize the name. I want people to come in here because they've had it from somewhere else. Um, I think that's, that's a pretty good goal to set, you know, people coming here because they've had the beer somewhere else.
1: Question five. What's your favorite of your beer?
2: Great White buffalo,
1: nice. That's the IPA, that's yeah, one we IPA. had earlier. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty legit.
2: Yeah, I second favorite, close uh, lemongrass Kolsch. All right, so it's got almost an IPA taste to it, it's really nice.
1: And then, question six you mentioned IPAs, you mentioned the game. Other than your own beer, what is your favorite IPA in the state?
2: Hmm, I always like Red Hook. <laughs> not really not uh, out of here, come on. No, I know, but... This a good
1: beer, I mean, a good brewery, yeah. From an,
2: you want from a local brewery here? Well, just or state, the state. I don't want to cause riots, but probably, probably the one from River Rat. Solid. I don't remember the name of it. Solid. I'll
1: be honest. Solid. But <laughs> either way, you know that beer when you see it, it's a good beer.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. All right, and then from there, actually, we completed the six pack, was not too bad. No, nah, you, you only
2: killed me a couple times. Uh, yeah, we we'll tried to be gentle, <laughs> but, you know, we're
1: working on it. So, real quick, is there anything else that people need to know about Twisted Spur? What's coming in, in the future and, you know, the near future? Any, anything we need to no? know?
2: Uh, I mean, we're going to keep cranking out different varieties of beer constantly. Uh, we've got quite a few really cool ones coming out pretty soon. Obviously, the Quad Series is working. We've got some sours. Like, uh, we've got a Rose Sour that we're doing.
1: Ooh, um, okay.
2: We go through all kinds of different infusion stuff now. So, if you're into, you know, the infusion type beers, like, we've got a Cherry Wheat, things like that, Rhubarb Sour, anything that's going to be on the different side, that's always being cranked out. You're in
1: out. it. All right. Yeah. Well, guys, this has been Twisted Spur for beer it is. Rebecca, thank you so much.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me. This
1: is awesome, man. Thank you. Alright, guys. Twisted Spur, Columbia, South Carolina. Give them the address and tell them where to find it on Twitter again and all that stuff. Alright,
2: it's at 705 Gervais Street in the Vista Columbia and phone number 803-764-0203 or just hook up the website. It's uh, TwistedSpurBrewing.com.
1: Hey, you heard a lady here. Check these guys out. They're making some badass beer. They have some good food. I'm gonna get off here and go have another beer. <laughs> and then we're gonna talk, talk some more shop. Guys, again, Rebecca, thank you so much. Yeah,
2: thank you.
1: Alright, guys, once again, this has been Beer It Is. Bye, Swoop so Morning. We are out